Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. I cannot believe I actually have not done this episode sooner. I'm a hundred and something episodes in, and I'm still yet to do an episode on it. So, let's discuss FOMO. Again, uh, wherever you are, however you're listening to this, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, if you could leave me a like and or a review, seriously guys, it would really help me out in the algorithm. Thank you. So, I have actually done a bit of research on this and really wanted to get into the psychological aspects of it. I will definitely be giving my own opinion. I've been in the market nearly nine years. It's something that I've struggled with this entire time. It's not something that's ever gone away, but it is something that I am a lot better at. And realistically have been teaching people ways to avoid it for some time now. So I will be going over that, but I also want to get into, you know, some actual facts about it. Go into the research that I've looked at, especially in the world of Forex and having FOMO here and go into, you know, what is it? You know, what are the aspects? What are some triggers? You know, how to avoid it? And then, as I said, my own opinion. So really, let's dive into this straight away. So as we know, in order to master the art of Forex trading, you realistically have to have your psychology under control. In fact, there was someone that messaged me, maybe they emailed me, maybe it was in Discord, I don't know, um, where they said, I heard that trading was 80% psychology and 20%, you know, trading a strategy. And that is true. And FOMO is definitely a big one that a lot of people suffer from. And you do, you suffer FOMO because there's no positives about it. Even revenge trading, you can have a slight, um, you know, positive spin on it. However slight it may be, there are positive aspects. There's nothing good about FOMO. There's nothing good about FOMO, not in the slightest. So, how do we unpack FOMO in Forex? Well, let's start by unraveling the layers of FOMO and understanding how it manifests in the dynamics of the world of Forex trading. First of all, we should start by defining it. Of course, FOMO is fear of missing out. It's an emotional response that arises when you as a trader perceive the possibility of missing out on profitable opportunities in the market which of course often leads to impulsive and emotionally driven decisions, which can have significant impact on trading outcomes, mostly negative outcomes, right? So how do you start to recognize, you know, when FOMO is happening? What are the triggers that happen to you in Forex? Well, of course, it's going to be diverse. It can come in various forms. It might be the fear of missing a sudden market rally something that I have struggled with for a very long time. When I see a big push to the upside or the downside, and I see the market starting to rally or take off, you go think that you've been left behind and you want to hop in, which is so bad because then your stop loss is going to be huge if you put it in a safe place, or you're going to put your stop loss in a stupid position to make sure that the trade can be valid. You've also got the anxiety of not catching a potential breakout. 
So you can be looking at it and the market's consolidating, consolidating. It's going to do something. You think it, the move must be coming. It must be coming. I, I have to get ready to hop in. And you'll look at your charts and you'll maybe miss, you know, an entry. Well, not miss an entry, but miss an entry rule. You've got three out of four of your entry rules and you go, oh, I'm going to hop in. And then you see nothing happen. And you're like, oh, okay, I don't know what's going to happen here. And then all of a sudden, you start getting the signals to go to the downside. If you're smart, you'll hop out in small losses, maybe break even, but a lot of people will hold on. There's even the pressure to enter a trade hastily due to the fear of being left behind in a rapidly moving market. That's realistically what I've talked about before, the, the anxiety of not catching a potential breakout. But if the market is not consolidating, like I talked about before, and it's going up and it's going down, it's going up and it's going down, maybe it's ranging really quickly, you can look at it and go, oh, I have to make a move super quick. I don't have time. And just like me, cutting off that there, I don't have time. I wanted to cut myself off because you always do. It's the wrong thing to be thinking about. And we are going to go over that more later, but it sucks. And that one I have seen grab a lot of people in rapidly moving markets. They come in and they just throw everything to the wind. None of their entry rules. They just go, I'm just going to go a price action. And it is horrendous. So moving on from that, in order to understand these triggers and what FOMO is, we do need to understand the psychology behind FOMO, which is crucial for any of you guys listening who are aiming to navigate the complex landscape of emotions within the forex markets because FOMO is an emotional roller coaster the excitement of potential gains clash with the fear of missing out creating a volatile mix of emotions that can cloud judgment and lead to irrational decisions irrational decisions right is that not the perfect way to describe it? Let me say it again. The excitement of potential gains clashes with the fear of missing out. FOMO. You know that with FOMO, that potentially you can get something huge. You can get something huge, but you're, you're scared. Because what if that move happens before you are ready? It doesn't hit all your entry rules and so on and so forth. You've got this massive... Mount Vesuvius of emotions there. And honestly, it's the biggest killer. For me, it is because you forget everything because you're excited and scared at the same time. How are you supposed to be, you know, in control of your emotions during that? And again, I think this is yeah, like perpetuated, which basically means it gets worse. Um, it doesn't basically mean that, but perpetuated means it's facilitated by, right? The rise of social media and instant news updates. Realistically, this is intensified FOMO in the trading world. Traders are bombarded with information about the latest market trends, successful trades, and potential opportunities, contributing to a sense of urgency and the fear of being left behind. Let me read out what one of my mentorees said, because I literally put in the uh, in my mentorees group this morning, you know, what are your hurdles? What are your successes that's going on? And he says that he wants to focus on trading what I see and not what I think the markets are doing. I'm finding 
staying away from social media to be a big help, deleting a lot of the pages to do with trading since seeing other people kill it in the market will play with the emotions and make me take stupid trades or set unrealistic TPs. Now, I want to congratulate him here because it is really good that he said that because realistically, this is you know, a development within my own mentories where he can see it and he's done that himself, looking at it and going, yeah, cool. And that's what my own research saw as well, is to have a look at this stuff and go, I actually don't need it. I don't need to be looking at someone killing it. I don't need to be looking at someone telling me, oh, hey, this is what the trend. Just as my mentory said, I'm really trying to focus on trading what I see and not what I think the markets are doing. That is a key we are going to come back to. That line that that man said is gold. If you want a gold nugget that's not even coming from me, remember that because we're getting into that later. And this really plays into that FOMO versus rational decision making because it often contrasts with rational decision making and trading. Whilst rational analysis involves careful consideration of a market, conditions and risk, right? Looking at what you are seeing, interpreting the market data as being what? Neutral, neither positive or negative, which is what we talked about in the last episode, See how all my episodes start to link together? They all start to join. You all start to learn stuff from it. FOMO-driven decisions are impulsive. They are driven by fear and excitement of a perceived opportunity, right? It's a perceived opportunity. What do I mean by perceived? You are thinking that it is. Are you certain? Because you should not be hopping in a trade if you are not certain, right? Huge. I like, this is getting me excited because I wish I had this when I was at whatever your stage you're at now, a beginner or intermediate, right? You really need this. So let's explore the tangible consequences that F, oh, I was about to say FTMO, (laughs) FOMO can have on traders and portfolios. This I'm only really going to glance over. I don't really want to think too much about it, but I just want to highlight this as you know, maybe this is why you're feeling some of the things that we're going to go over. And it actually is a big issue for you to, you know, overcome. And if you know these negatives here, and you can go, oh, maybe that's why I'm feeling like that. Oh, that actually makes sense. So maybe it'll actually make you feel a little bit better when you are trading as well. Because of course, one of the immediate consequences of FOMO is impulse trading and over trading. You as a trader will succumb to the fear of missing out on potential profits, leading to frequent and sometimes reckless trades that can result in significant losses. I am going to go on to the Discord, the free Discord that you can join, and you will see this from another trader, right? For context, the week before, I was wildly gambling and placed approximately 50, 50, right, 5-0 trades trying to scalp five mins. Not only did this send me 2.5% drawdown, it also completely exhausted me mentally. And I wasn't, I wasn't awesome at my actual job. Right? What did we just talk about there? Impulse trading and over trading, right? Impulse trading and over trading. We've got two people that are in separate Discords here. One a mentor. Actually, no, this guy's actually just signed up. So now they're technically both mentors, but they're both in separate discords. And this is what they said. 
not knowing each other, never seeing each other, never talking to each other, but both being affected by FOMO. Both having it actually have a large impact on what they're trying to do. And one of the guys saying, it is just killing me emotionally. And that's the second thing that I wanted to talk about, which is emotional burnout and stress. The emotional toll of FOMO can contribute to burnout and stress. Constantly chasing the market, over-trading, impulse trading, right? Fearing missed opportunities can exhaust traders both mentally and emotionally, negatively impacting their overall well-being. And just like my mentor, uh, well, the guy in the Discord said, I wasn't good at my actual job. It affects you in every other area of your life, every aspect. So you, you can't be doing this. And then, of course, we've got the deviation from the trading plan, which is pretty simple, right? It's what I've already said before. Instead of taking a systematic approach, you, you've deviated from your strategy, basically. Making decisions based on emotions rather than analysis, because again, at the start of it, what's happening? We are battling fear and excitement at the same time. How are you going to win that? You can't. So here's where we get into the real nitty gritty, the great stuff. Like this has already been fantastic. I'm excited about it. I'm basically already getting FOMO under control, but I'm excited for you guys just to hear this. Now, how do we overcome this? Well, first of all, you do need to already have an established and solid trading plan. That's pretty obvious, but a robust trading plan serves as a compass in the tumultuous seas of FOMO. You're defining clear entry and exit points, setting realistic TPs, realistic stop losses, and adhering to risk management princes. All of this anchors yourself against impulsive decisions. It's your first line of defense. So look at all of this and go, yep, I've defined everything. Like I've said multiple times, it's a mechanical strategy. We've got all of this here. It's perfect. I don't need to do anything anymore right? I don't need to do all these decisions because like, just even looking at it, I know that's not going to be a realistic stop loss for me. Fantastic. It's one way to help you. Obviously, you want to embrace the long-term perspective as well. Shift your focus from short-term gains to long-term success. I tell my students this, my mentors this all the time. You must understand that opportunities in the Forex market are continuous. They happen day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. You do not need to get into a trade today, tomorrow, the day after, the next week. You don't need to do it the next month because you're always going to have opportunities. You will never not have opportunities. That's the brilliance of the Forex markets. They're always there. They're always there. And they're going to be there tomorrow and the next minute and the next second and the next hour. So pull your head basically out your ass. Take a breather and go, damn, I'm actually wanting to trade for the next couple of years. So why am I worrying about this hour? Why am I worrying about this minute? Why am I worrying about this day? I don't need to. Yesterday, didn't hop in a trade at all. Could have. Genuinely could have hopped into a trade, but I didn't. Why? Because the opportunities weren't that good for me, and I'm looking at it long term. Obviously, you want your mindfulness and emotional regulation as well. 
need to cultivate mindfulness to recognize and manage emotions effectively. Techniques such as deep breathing, meditation, reflective practices can help traders stay centered and make rational decisions, even to face a FOMO. I used to hate meditation, thought it was a lot of crap for years and years and years. And actually, it was a science podcast that got me onto it, where this scientist was basically explaining and could prove all the benefits of meditation. I went, screw it, I'm going to do it every morning just for five minutes. I've been doing it every morning for the past two months, and it's absolutely fantastic. When I sit here and I have a look at it, I go, cool. I'm just in a completely emotionless mindset, just 100% focus. If I start to feel myself get a little bit stressed, benefits of having what we're going to be talking about later, uh, a trading partner, or my trading partner says you sound a bit stressed, I go out and I meditate. I just leave the charts, and I go, cool. That's perfect. And of course, meditation involves deep breathing as well. And we've already talked about journaling. So if you're not doing that, then what's the point, really? You're not even doing the bare minimum. So if you're not journaling and you're here and you're listening to it, I've talked about this so much. Um, journal. Don't be an idiot. Of course, you need to learn from mistakes and reflect as well. Uh, actually do something about it. Remember what we said in the last episode have a hundred percent responsibility. Realize that everything in the market is your fault. Every losing trades, no matter how big or how small it is, it is your fault. So look at it, take that step back, do that deep breath and go, oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, that was actually my fault, my bad, right? And of course, what you wanna do is collaborate with a trading community. This brings me on to something that I've already talked about so many times. We had uh, nearly, what, 200 views since the last one, uh, the last episode came out as of time of recording. Uh, that's less than 24 hours. Um, and we've got, uh, I don't know, 25 people signed up to the Discord. I've brought out so many episodes where it literally says, hey, trading with a partner is great. I literally just... Said then, my trading partner will go, hey Alex, you sound angry. Hey Alex, you sound tired. You sound like this. And I'll go, okay, I need to go away. I need to go away because I now know that I'm starting to get triggered in the sense of my emotions are starting to come up. Not in the sense of that liberal, hey, I'm triggered. I would never say that ever. But engaging with this trading community gives you a diverse perspective and you're able to share insights. A supportive community can provide valuable feedback, offer alternative viewpoints, and act as a buffer against the isolation that often exacerbates FOMO because we're so isolated. How do you think my mentorees feel when all these people are out here saying, hey, I'm struggling, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with the same thing. Do you think they feel bad? Do you think they then go away and don't start talking to each other? They start trading, they lean on me, they lean on each other. And they go, okay, yeah, actually, I had that. That's what this guy said the other day. That's how he does it. And now I'm sharing it all to you. The opinions of guys in the Discord, in my own mentorees Discord, I'm sharing it to you. Are you not now helped by them? If they had not joined this and they had not spoken, you would not have benefited from this. So again, joining the Discord, the link's in the, the description to every single episode. I keep telling you that 90% of people fail, 90% of you literally aren't signing up. Take that as you will, right? So keep that in mind. Anyway, 
There's more stuff that we can look at, such as strategic use of alerts and notifications, meaning that that's why you know, people buy my indicator, is that you only then look at the charts when an alert comes. You're minimizing your time on the charts, so then you're not getting overwhelmed by all the information that's there, which is also really, really helpful. But some final thoughts and takeaways. Remember that mastering this psychological challenge is a massive ongoing process. It's huge. It's the weight of giants on your shoulders. Acknowledge the impact of FOMO. Have 100% responsibility. Don't be an idiot. Don't think you can just take it all on and just be a gun and just go, oh, well, I just do the same thing over and over again. 90% of people fail. Don't be the 90%. Implement sound strategies. Strict and sound strategies. Cultivate that resilient mindset by sticking to that strategy. Understand that there's a long-term perspective. Opportunities appear every single day. If it's not right for you, then don't hop in. Right? It's not right, don't hop in. Realize that the market, as we talked about in the last episode, the information that you see is not positive, it's not negative, it just is. It's information. All you have to do is discern whether information is good for you or poor for you. That's all you have to do. But thank you guys for joining me on this deep dive into the realm of FOMO and Forex trading. As you embark on your own journey now to try and face FOMO, defeat it, tackle it, be like St. George taking down the dragon, you are going to face the markets with resilience, mindfulness, and a steadfast commitment to your trading plan. Anything less and you will fail. Until next time, guys, please trade wisely, stay resilient, stay prosperous, and be safe. Have a great day, guys, and I'll speak to you in the next one.